Well, we've, we've done a lot of things here today, but there have been two main themes when it comes to the uh, uh, current uh, publishing um, and publications. It's been, of course, the uh, Noe edition Talmud Bavli, for obvious reasons. And we've really spent a lot of time on the Magerman Educational Sitter Series. Dr. Daniel Rose is with us. He is the series editor. He's a British-born educator with a background in informal and formal Jewish education in the U.K., the U.S., and Israel. He's director of educational product, projects for Cohen Publishers. He was senior editor and core contributor to Cohen Magerman Educational Sidurim Series, which is now being used in Jewish day schools around the world. He's an independent educational consultant for various educational agencies, including Cohen and the office of Rabbi Sachs. And um, in addition to focusing on uh, the Magerman series, we'll also talk about his work on uh, Rabbi Sachs' Covenant and Conversation. Dr. Daniel Rose, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. We're trying to understand the success of the Magerman Sidurim. When we first saw them, they were very appealing, and we had a feeling like... Not, I shouldn't say we had a feeling... We, we, we had a sigh of relief that these were finally available because we understood the value for our own children and students uh, when it comes to tefillah. But, uh, it, it, but you still don't know if it's going to be a big hit around the world. Sure enough, a couple of years later, it's a big hit around the world. Why? Well, I want to say I feel very blessed as an educator to have had this opportunity to see that success. These sort of them are used from Australia across North America, in Europe, in London, to see the schools that I attended now use them. It's a tremendous, um, tremendous buzz that I get from that. I, I think the educational world were looking for, um, for innovation and creativity when it came to tefillah education. No, the only thing anyone, everyone agreed on was that none of us knew how to do tefillah education and achieve the goals that we'd set for ourselves. The potential of tefillah education is tremendous, but it's the most challenging area of any Jewish studies curriculum. And in fact, this series came about, its genesis was through schools turning to Cohen and saying, you've got to give us something because we don't have anything. When, when I, uh, I we, my family and I, we went on Shlichot to Atlanta. I know you were just recently sure, yeah. at Atlanta for the Super Bowl. So we spent two wonderful years there. When, when I got there and they handed my, my kids uh, who were in uh, first grade and third grade, they handed them a Shiloh Sidor. I said to the head of school, that's the same Sidor I learned from, and he said that's the same Siddur he learned it from, and he's 20 years older than me. That means nothing has changed in all that time. It was time for a change. But that's what's so remarkable about this whole thing. With all the booklets and workbooks in Chumash and in Tanakh and in Talmud that have come out in the last 50 years, it's amazing that nobody ever thought to take a Siddur and make a really good, you know, youthful educational series out of it. It's it's just, now that it's been done, it's a shocker that it wasn't done earlier. A hundred percent. Look, I, I don't want to tell you. I, I, for me, as I started thinking more and more about tefillah education, I divide our goals of tefillah education into two: tefillah literacy, and then tefillah. That's Bayor Milim, I assume. Exactly, and, and then and then tefillah meaning making and connection, connection to Hashem, right. spiritual development, making an inspirational thing, making exactly. it inspiring. So schools were focusing much, much more on tefillah literacy. They wanted their their students to graduate with the skills of tefillah, and that's obviously tremendously right. important. But it was everything else was being lost. But if that's your only goal, then then a siddur with clear print with line numbers down down the side, that's all you need. Right. But we really tried to come together and think creatively. What can we give that can still be used for those goals, but give the students and and more importantly, give the educators resources for more to connect students, our, our children, to the tefillah, to the themes of the tefillah, and ultimately to Hashem. The siddurim that you helped create. 
much different for the first grader than the fourth grader, right? I mean, I assume pictures and, uh, you know, scenes that are depicted, you know, would be in the much younger editions as one gets older and graduates to the, you know, older grade editions. What types of things are they experiencing with that? Absolutely. So we really tried to think developmentally. When we first started the, the, the project, we thought we knew we were going to have, we identified four developmental stages and we tried to build a room that were appropriate for each of those four, but that still looked like they were part of a series and built on each built on each other so the illust- uh, very talented illustrator that i remember at the beginning of the of, of the project you interviewed renat gilboa right. as well as us as well as myself she she the illustrations in the children's siddur the first siddur they're a very similar style to the youth siddur the next one up but they are matured just like the content right. is matured and i remember her describing trying to get into the mind of a kid what what would it be that hits them when they see that photo, when they see that illustration? Absolutely. And also what's most important, uh, very important to really reflect on is that those illustrations are not just to look beautiful. I right. think they're stunning. But they're really, each one has, is pregnant with uh, educational meaning. We, I sat with her. It was a most wonderful creative process to sit with her and to create a, um, a visual for the siddur that would connect students to the, the text of the, of the tefillah. Um, and we did that with, you know, with, with layers of educational meaning. And as a bonus, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, when it came to the, to the middle school, high school age, so illustrations, um, I, know, I know you've looked at the Gorf uh, sure. Haggadah, that's fantastic. Those are illustrations that are re- uh, appropriate for that age, but we didn't want to go in that direction. We talked about a comic, perhaps a, some kind of comic approach. We decided not to. We decided instead to use photographs. Um, so it would still be visually attractive, um, and we would still have the opportunity for educational meaning, but it would be a photograph, which any adult could connect to as well. So that's, we chose photographs for, for the Aviv and NCSY Sidorim. Uh, now, in order to accomplish both goals, Be'or Mi Lim, translation of the words, you know, as you described, was able to be done on that original level, but obviously it's enhanced now with this publication. But the other part is trying to inspire kids to want to be part of tefillah, to gain from tefillah, to understand the spiritual connection of tefillah. Is it possible for these books to do that? Can they instill a child with the help of the teacher, with that inspiration, to make tefillah something so special for them? So I I have to tell you, and I walk into schools and and I'm presented as some kind of expert on tefillah education, (laughs) and 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 no one would voluntarily um, take on that title. I'm not. And these to the room are not the answer. The answer is educators. Uh, this this are, are is a, an amazing resource that I don't think educators have had before. But but it it starts and ends with the educator and their creative uh, uh, talents it, within the classroom and within the tefillah education context. So I hope that they are just giving our, our educators the the resources they need. You know, I, I many many schools, you know, hundreds of schools around the world are, are buying these sederim, right. but some of them are buying them like gym membership. We have them. We're good. We're done. But they're not actually going to the gym. They're not necessarily implementing them creatively. And that's what I'm involved in the process now. And I'm, I'm traveling to America to the Prisma conference um, for Corinne and also for Rabbi Sachs. And I'm, and I'm trying to, uh, uh, even to the schools that have already bought the Siddur, I'm trying to uh, encourage them to implement it in a creative way. Because the Siddur itself is not enough. The Siddur itself is beautiful and will give children something to look at during Tefillah. But if anything, if, if they're just left to their own devices, it'll be a distraction. It needs to be incorporated into a, a vision of Tefillah education. And you were involved in the NCSY Siddur as well, correct? Absolutely, yeah. And I, I bring it up because, I, again, I don't know if we're, like you said, you need some people helping along the way in order to inspire teenagers. But the way it's written, 
it really speaks to a teen. Like it's done it, just like we, we, you mentioned the illustrations earlier. With the I mentioned with the kid in mind, there's no question that in that NCSYC door, the commentary and the notes were done with the teenager in mind, which is of course half the battle. You know, uh, hopefully that will lead to more inspiring tefillah. Also, we mentioned covenant and conversation. So remind me now. I know we see this on a weekly basis because it is in newsletter form. But is there an official book, a covenant conversation? So. Margit uh, publishes uh, so far seven, five, five, four plus two. Reshet Shemot, Vayikra, and Bamidbar are in book form already now. And then two more volumes on top of that, which is one Dvar Torah from each parasha, the leadership um, theme and ethics. Um, And then Rabbi Sachs is uh, continuing to uh, complete the Dvarim. What I've been working on is the family edition, which is really, I, again, I feel blessed as an educator who have had this opportunity for me to work for Rabbi Sachs is, uh, you know, perhaps second only if I would get a job at my football team or um, it really is. Uh, that's soccer for our audience. Well, all the, all the Falcons. I'm that's, a big fan that's of the That's true, well. the Atlanta Falcons after all. Um, but really working for Rabbi Sachs is a very close second to either of those opportunities. <laughs> if Arsenal or the Falcons are listening, I'd, uh, um, where I'm basically taking his ideas, his devato, his weekly devato of a common conversation, and I'm adapting adapting it to a family setting, specifically teenagers, but perhaps middle school age as well, um, with uh, reflection questions and a story, um, a similar style to, to, how I, to what I right. use for the Siddurim, but here it's giving access to Rabbi Sachs' ideas, which are very simple ideas, but he writes them so beautifully and in a complex, nuanced way. I've tried to simplify it for that for those developments. So you'll enhance the Shabbat table, and you'll enhance Fridays in uh, in elementary and high schools around the world. That's the plan. Tadaraba, thank you so much for being here today, uh, Dr. Daniel Rose, series editor for the Magerman Education Sidur series. A pleasure to meet you. Thanks so and much. And wonderful to have you on the air. More coming up here at JM and the AM as we uh, continue on this uh, wonderful day one of our on the road segment.